All right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we hope everybody is doing well. Welcome back to another edition of our podcast, our Help Talk with Mott's uh, audio edition, I guess. Um, so tonight we have a pretty interesting topic for you guys. Uh, what are we going to be talking about tonight? So we're going to talk about entrepreneurship. Um, so I thought this was an interesting subject just because um, how things are shifting. I would say even within the past like five years, it seems like um, to be an entrepreneur, it's kind of like the cool thing. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. You're seeing it pop up more and more, um, especially with uh, quote unquote millennials. Um and, and it's interesting because it, it's like I almost don't know where to start with this conversation because, uh, you know, you and I were talking about this and entrepreneurship used to be um, not saying it wasn't as common, but it was more for the individual who had like a strict plan together. Like you had to have um, more than just an idea. You had to have your business plan. You normally had to secure a loan. And and the path that you had for entrepreneurship seemed like it was very written in stone, you know, back in the day uh, for those that chose that. But it was very, very uncommon to see people uh, not only go into business for themselves, but to be successful and go into business for themselves. And what I think is really you see more of the shift in the way um, the industries are going. So um, like before it was a time where, you know, many people were in the more automotive, you know, industry and things like that. Um, and then we had a shift where now there's really not very much stability in that. So, you know, us being in the um, Metro Detroit area, um, the automotive industry is huge. Uh, but we think of like the pensions and um, even the time off and the pay and the vacations and things that like even our parents um, had allotted to them. The reality is that is not here for our generation. You know, even if we were to go into some of those industries, um, it's not the same as what it used to be. So with technology and so many things changing, um, we can see that there's been a change also in the working force and the different industries. Um, nowadays, there's so much more accessible to even children um, to make funds and be an entrepreneur and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's all. Uh, that's an interesting point. I, I kind of want to go back for a minute because uh, especially for the area that we stay in. So the automotive industry is huge here, right? Um, and for a very long time, uh, you know, we were talking even your father's generation, my father, uh, our grandparents, uh, a lot of them came from uh, generations where working for the big automotive industry was some sort of security in life, uh, right? You could make a pretty uh, decent living doing so, or at least raise a family off of it. Um, so it's very interesting because remember we were talking to uh, friend of ours and she was talking about when our generation came out of uh, high school and college right before the economy crashed and how um, for us it was like our parents wanted us to and not just specifically our parents but our generation um, they wanted us to be the generation that was better than them so to speak uh, because they did not want us working in plants they did not want us to have those types of jobs 
that they had. So it was always go to school, uh, go to college, get a good, get a degree, and get like a successful career based a lot off of that. So that was so ingrained in our generation um, that by the time we graduated uh, from college, a lot of people our age were graduating from college and getting into careers. Well, what happened? Uh, the economy crashed. So all of those jobs that they were going to school for no longer existed. Uh, a lot of them either had to move out of state uh, to find work or start and pick a completely different path in life uh, to make a living. So I feel like right around that time with the next generation that started to come behind us is when you saw that boom in entrepreneurship really start to take off again. Um, because like you mentioned, with technology, uh, we have had the immersion of or the emergence of uh, YouTube. So YouTube's become huge. and You have a lot of uh, people through social media who have become huge and really perpetuated that, hey, um, if you want to be an entrepreneur, that's okay. And it's something that even though it takes a lot of hard work and dedication, doesn't matter how old you are, like this is something that you can still pursue. Yeah. And it's interesting that um, more than one third of all job growth is through new businesses being formed and started. Um, and so, again, we can see how important it is for the economy. We can see how important it is, um, you know, in general for our, um, you know, where we live and things like that, because really that's the basis of how the economy booms and how it grows and how it's going to expand um, onto other things. And and another part of it, I feel like is, uh, so e-commerce is huge. And um, and I mentioned something like uh, YouTube, but a lot of that is a result of having the internet. And the internet has completely changed how we do business, right? You know, so uh, even more so now than, than back in the, uh, in the past, but now you have um, the ability to start a startup or have some kind of uh, entrepreneurship, whether you deliver a product, goods, or service, or whatever, um, where you don't have to pay for an expensive warehouse, you don't have to um, have a lot of staff. So do you think that that probably pays a, uh, plays a huge part in why we're seeing such a boom and a shift towards that, the fact that the internet makes everything so accessible now. Yeah, I, I definitely, I think that's definitely the case. Um, because of the accessibility, uh, you'll see it more and more people just start and pursue what they love. Mm -hmm. and, and I love that. Yeah, I do think it's a definitely a beautiful thing because, um, and then I, you know, I just did have a few points that, you know, in general, when you think of entrepreneurship, um, one thing that sticks out to me is you have full control over your destiny. You get to call the shots, make the decisions and determine your success. So whether you're successful or you fail, really, it's all in your control. It's in your hands, um, which another reason I think these next generations coming up are appreciating that more is because they have been used to from a child um, kind of running their own things because they've had technology. They've had certain things and certain controls where it's like they don't always want to be told what to do. 
They don't want to be told when they have to come in, when they have to clock out, when they have to wake up, when they have to go to bed, you know, and it doesn't negate the fact that they still work hard because entrepreneurship, um, sometimes we see people in the industry and it looks glamorous, but it is a lot of hard work. You have to have grit. Um, you have to have determination and you have to be very, very self-disciplined uh, to really get things done. Um, but the beauty of that, again, is you have the control. So if you're not successful, you're not doing the work, right? Like you have all the control over your future. You have the control over your finances. You have control over how much money you're making, bringing in. You really have all the control. Mm -hmm. And so with that being the case, I mean, here's something to think about. Uh, accountability is huge, right? Uh, not necessarily being accountable to somebody else, but you mentioned that uh, as an entrepreneur, you have the control, but there are going to be a lot of times where things have to get done, right? Because we, because you honestly, you don't succeed in progress if, you know, things don't get taken care of. Uh, I think of some of the behind the scenes that people don't really think about is, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into uh, running your own outfit or business or whatever. Um, and, and like you mentioned, a lot of times we do get to see uh, the glory of it where it's, well, yeah, have all this time, freedom, have all this money. And, and it's like, yeah, all of that's there. Um, but that is because of choice, you know, an individual choosing what they want to focus their time and energy on. And I think that's what's so appealing, especially to uh, younger people in this generation. Like, they really don't like being told uh, when to come into work, when to go home, when it's time to eat. Um, and so for that type of individual, like, if you haven't thought about it, entrepreneurship might be uh, something to look into. Mm -hmm. But accountability is huge. You have to be willing uh, or capable or have somebody who's willing or capable to hold to make sure things get done because otherwise you won't succeed in your business. Mm -hmm. Another thing I think that is interesting with entrepreneurship is um, the opportunity to change lives um, as well as personal growth. So I think that's another huge thing that is like booming. Um, I would even say our generation, but then like the generations coming after us where we honestly want to be better people. Like we are... Like, let's read the book. Let's listen to the podcast. Like, let's listen to stuff that's going to enrich our lives and make us better. Um, and the reality is being an entrepreneur really helps to propel that because if you had parents that were pushing the go to college, you know, get, get a nine to five job. And this is the mindset that you were brought up with then you're going to have to completely change your mindset. Like you're going to have to completely change everything you knew about being successful um, for yourself. And that the only way to do that is to bring in that knowledge from successful people and personal growth and um, really bringing in that information so that you can reprogram yourself and be successful. And I do think that's why a lot of people are not successful at entrepreneurship. A lot of people start, um, you know, different businesses and try to get out there um, and they give up too soon, you know, because the reality is most businesses, right, they fail within the last five or the first five years, right? 
completely fail. You're not going to take a salary. You're not going to make money. Like you need to just stick into to it at least for five years before you even see yourself starting to make profits, starting to do stuff. But it's that consistent work, that whole period of time, you know, where you're not necessarily seeing immediate results. And a lot of people aren't willing to stick through that. So you've got to have personal growth. You have to um, realize that that is part of the process. So let me ask you this then. So, I mean, we're kind of pointing uh, and talking a lot about the younger generation. Do you think that that plays a factor and makes it easier? Um, because, at, you know, I, I'm thinking back just to myself when I was 19, 20, 21. Um, when someone, you know, like one of my uh, cousins turned me on to a lot of personal development books. And I feel like that shaped the person that I've become over the years. Do you think because a person, a younger person tends to be a little bit more moldable that that's like the perfect time to start to develop that kind of mindset? I would definitely say yes. I mean, because the reality is they have not fully um, experienced things and they're still open to the reality that there might be other possibilities. And then I think the other half of it is... um, I mean, not necessarily in a negative way, but, uh, you know, like the world kind of is their oyster. Um, unless you come from a background of just, you know, a ton of different hardships, you really don't have too many uh, negative experiences that kind of hold you back from pushing forward with those sorts of things, you know. So I just think it's very interesting because sometimes, you know, as even as parents, we try to point our children in a certain direction uh, and that system was always you know go to college get a good good job but if we keep their options open and maybe say hey um, you know mental growth is just as important as you know getting a regular education how much uh, better off you know will these young people be I mean definitely way better off if you really think about it. Um, and, and really the next thing I'd like to sh- switch to is when we talk about um, as an entrepreneur, you're constantly utilizing your mind um, as well as you never hit a ceiling. Um, so what I mean by that, you know, a lot of like traditional jobs um, at some point they become mundane, Right. Like years after years, you're doing the same exact thing over and over and again. And, you know, I talk to people sometimes and they're like, I do it so much. I could do it in my sleep, you know, or I could do it with my eyes closed because it becomes so routine. Whereas in entrepreneurship, um, even if it's something like you're selling things, you know, you have to stay ab- above what is happening in your industry. So like, for example, we're in the wellness industry. So you know, we have to know what the new things that are trending and we need to know what science is saying because it's always evolving. Um, I think about even something small like soy, like, you know, years ago it was great and it was in everything and you need to have that to be healthy. And then now we're like, nope, it's, it's bad for you. It, you know, raises your estrogen, you know, but you have to stay abreast. So your mind is constantly being utilized. You're going to have to constantly learn new techniques. You're going to have to constantly learn things because you want to make sure that, you know, your clients or whoever, you know, you are uh, marketing to 
um, is going to have the best results from whatever it is that you're producing. Um, and then, you know, when I talk about that, never hit a ceiling. Um, you never hit a ceiling because, again, you're always growing. You're always evolving and you're always learning. Um, there's never a dull moment as an entrepreneur. There really isn't. I mean, some days you're probably like, I wish it would slow down a little bit. So, I mean, in essence, you're, you're never going to know everything. And, and that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I want to backtrack a little bit just as a person who kind of speak on both sides of it. Uh, you know, when you do get used to going to a regular day job, things become uh, not necessarily mundane because there are sometimes uh, situations where people actually like what they do, um, but you're almost on autopilot, so to speak. Like you could pretty much do your job with your eyes closed, not focused uh, on it whatsoever. And the downside that I will say to that is, is you're not fully utilizing that. You know, you're not fully utilizing your skills because mentally you've checked out, you're not being engaged uh, anymore. And so something like entrepreneurship, I mean, there's a lot of unknowns in entrepreneurship. And the nice thing about that is uh, your mind is constantly has to stay on its toes. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just partner that with the idea that uh, is foreign to many people is, is failure. So, I mean, a lot of times, uh, it might scare people because they don't want to make a mistake. And unfortunately, we live in a society that says, like, it's not okay to make mistakes. Even on your job, your boss may tell you we can't tolerate mistakes. But if you think about it, mistakes are learning opportunities. And in entrepreneurship, you're going to have a lot of failure. Uh, and that's going to allow you, though, to figure it out. And so your mind is fully being utilized in that. In that aspect, you're constantly figuring out how to overcome obstacles. So I think that's actually kind of cool. And then when you were talking about you never hit a ceiling, I mean, things are constantly changing. Like I know uh, one of my interests and one of the huge entrepreneurs that I follow is actually a YouTuber who covers tech, all technology. And he took his love for, his name is uh, Marcus Browning. He took his love for uh, technology and turned it into this huge entrepreneurship uh, venture and if you know anything about technology I mean technology is constantly changing right um, and so I love that he even addresses that in his videos the fact that his field is constantly changing and evolving and if he doesn't stay current and relevant with it then his business fails right and that kind of goes back to when we talked about personal growth because again if you really really talk to experts in their fields and like they're always about growing like they never feel like oh i, I i'm there I've, I've learned everything in the industry i'm good no they are like constant learners like they're obsessed in their industry with learning like they want to like put everything to the test and make sure that like what they're putting out there is the most accurate at the time. And I love that. Like, I think that is so amazing because again, if we're not growing. Like, why are we here? You know, like we should constantly want to learn more, constantly be building on that. But that takes a level of humility. You know, really it does. Like you have to somewhat be humble. Oh yeah. Um, so. The next point that you kind of wanted to talk about was uh, not 
having to have a degree. Degrees are not required. Degrees are not required. So I love this because, again, let's take a look at some of the most successful people right now. Name them. We know them. We love them. We use their products every single day. Probably everybody on this podcast does. And all of these people dropped out of school. Dropped out of school. Degrees not required. Okay. So let me see if I'm thinking of the same ones that you are. Uh, go ahead. Shoot. And then I'll see if I had some of the same ones. So Bill I Gates, Microsoft. Okay. Uh, I was going to say Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs <laughs> is on here with Apple. Apple versus Microsoft. Yeah. Michael Dale. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that one. And everybody that I'm naming, we are talking billionaires. Not millionaires. We're talking billionaires. So I was thinking uh, an interesting one I was thinking about was Henry Ford. Uh, and it's it's funny because, you know, we stay in Motor City. But uh, one thing that to note about Henry Ford is it's not that he wasn't a smart guy, uh, but his philosophy was, I don't have to know everything. Uh, I don't have to be the guy with all these fancy degrees. Instead, I'm going to hire people who know everything. And that's how he built his, uh, the, the, pretty much the automotive industry into what it is now. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Yep, exactly. And, and that's the reality of entrepreneurship too, right? Like, and I think, again, sometimes we think, because there's different levels of entrepreneurship too, that, you know, is really important to address as well. So you have some that are in like a more of a small business type situation. You have um, things like multi-level marketing. Um, There's so many different industries as well. But really, when you can leverage yourself, that's where you're going to find so much more success because you don't want to be the person doing everything, right? You might have the idea and the reality is, um, the most successful people realize they're not going to be great at everything. Um, I remember even when Steve Jobs was alive, that was one thing that he said. When we sat at that table, the best ideas won, period. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why he got fired from his own company and had to come back. Right. Right? right? Like Because the best ideas win, always, hands down. Like that's how it has to be. You need a team of people to be successful. It's not going to be just one person. You always have the one person that kind of stands out, but understand it's a team. It's got to be a group of people because you have to have people that are aces in their places, people that are talented at what they can do. Um, And that's why I love like, you know, our business structure, um, because I have amazing people on my team, like, and they have strengths that I don't have, like, you have giftings that I don't have, you know, and that's the beauty of entrepreneurship, because you have all of that. Um, I know, one more that I wanted to mention, um, of those that dropped out of school was uh, Jack Dorsey. So he's Twitter and Square. Um, again, these are billionaires that did not get degrees, but understand they also looked at industries and they decided at some point, whether they failed, whether they were successful, that they were going to take something else and they were going to run with it. And it's so important, again, to have that grit, to understand that it takes time and enjoy the process going through it. Um, I'll, I'll kind of hit on that. Uh note a little bit because you mentioned humility 
in the, in the sense of not always feeling like um, because this is my venture or my company, we're always going to do it my way. Um, but on the flip side of that, I think mentorship is huge, uh, especially when you're trying to get into the entrepreneurial game. Um, because you may be, I mean, to be honest, maybe your idea is fresh and new, but maybe it's not. Maybe you just have a different take on a, on an idea or a venture that's already out there. Um, so you just you save yourself a lot of headache when you exercise humility and say, "Okay, I don't know everything. Um, let me go find or seek out somebody who does or who's been in my place before and show me exactly how to do it, or find somebody that I can mimic." Um, because you're going to have a lot more success. It's almost like someone illustrated it to me. Once, like if you were walking down a road and somebody told you there's potholes here, here, and here, I mean, you wouldn't say to them, well, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And just go walking anyway and fall in the potholes. That, that's stupid, right? You know, right. like, why would you do that? You know, this person tells you, here's the potholes. And so you look for them and you try to avoid them. I mean, it's the same thing with entrepreneurship and why having even mentorship is so important. Um, <laughs> And I do think the mentorship is very, very important. But I also feel like you got to realize and accept the fact that in entrepreneurship, you might be pioneering something that has not been done before. So you can follow um, the steps in the sense that this is what it's going to look like because it's going to be difficult, but it might not be the exact same journey as somebody else. Um, And that's something that a lot of people also struggle with in being successful with entrepreneurship because they're like, well, I need a textbook. Like I need a step-by-step what to do next. I need to, no, 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 honey, you're the first one in this industry. Sometimes you're just ignorance on fire. Exactly. Like when, you know, you think of like Mark Zuckerberg doing Facebook, like, yeah, you had like what MySpace or something like that. Uh yeah yeah I believe MySpace was it. but it, it's funny because that whole model of Facebook wasn't even modeled after MySpace. He well, was the first to take it, you know, that big. And that's what I, and that's my point. Like so again, it had to be something where he was going into territory that he didn't quite know what it's going to look like, but he had to keep moving in that direction. But he did have good mentorship. He did have people, you know, where he had examples of people being successful in different industries and he can utilize some of those skills that mindset to be able to grow in your industry so accept the reality that you might be pioneering something and it's okay if you don't know what it's going to look like move in the direction it's not your place to really understand um how things are going to happen all the time but understand why you're doing it and move towards it but entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And I want to really like emphasize that so much because I, again, I feel like right now it's glamorous and it's cool. And so like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Everybody's going to be an entrepreneur. It's not for everybody. Just like being a doctor is not for everybody, right? Like you have to know yourself and you have to know if this is something that's going to be for you. I know for me personally, I never, even as a child, like, I just did not vibe well with being told what to do. Like there's like, I understand systems. If you explain and teach me systems and I know how to do it, 
like it irks me to no end for someone to micromanage me and to continue to show me the same thing I already know. I already know it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me do it. So I know for me and my personality, I never was built for a nine to five. I was never built for somebody to tell me how to do certain things. My mind is too creative. My mind is too out there. Like I can't be boxed. So it's like you have to know your personality as well. Just really quickly before we wind out, I, I cheated a little bit. So I thought it was interesting that you mentioned uh, Mark Zuckerberg in Facebook. Uh, so I did cheat because I remember um, he had a mentor that helped him. It was actually Sean Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those who don't know, Sean Parker was the guy who was the CEO of Napster. Yep. Do you remember Napster? He also dropped out of school. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so my point was this, though. I mean, so Sean Parker started Napster. Napster started to become hugely successful and pretty much changed the music industry the way it is now. Uh, because the music industry, there was a huge battle with the music industry. Uh, all in all, one could say that Napster probably was a failed business. But then he goes on and mentors Mark Zuckerberg and becomes a primary shareholder for Facebook. Billion dollar company. Um, you know, so just, with that in mind, I mean, don't be afraid to fail. Like, recognize who you are, uh, recognize what your strengths are, and, and keep trying. I mean, and, and that's kind of where I wanted to go to close this out because I was going to ask you, what advice would you give to somebody who just needs to get over that hump that, like, maybe they're like you. They don't want to be boxed in. They're super creative. They believe entrepreneurship is for them, but they're sitting on the fence. What would you tell them? Do it. Do it anyways. You don't need to know the how. You just have to have a strong enough why. Um, whatever your passion is, at some point you can get paid for it because so many people have done it. Like if anybody in lifetime has ever done it before, you can do it too. Don't hesitate. Start moving forward. Find what you love because it's important that you have passion for it. Because if you don't have passion for it, when it gets hard, it's going to be easy to quit. Oh, yeah. So you have to have passion. Find something you're passionate about. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hopefully you found this content of value. Um, continue to like, share, and subscribe. And until then, everybody stay healthy. Continue to grow. We'll see you on the next one. All right, guys. Take care. Take care.